everyone. You're tuned in to Cork Buzz Wine Talk. I'm your host, Laura Manick. We are talking today about fortified wine. So what does that mean? Fortified wine, you might be familiar with some of the names of wines that are fortified, such as Port or Madeira, or maybe you've heard of Sherry, a wine-producing region and style wine from south of Spain. So I want to talk a little bit about why uh, wines would be fortified. So fortification is basically a process where you make wine stronger just like when you fortify your body with vitamins or minerals and you make your body stronger so we think about fortification as a process in which we make wine stronger but I think it was more of like a process in which we preserved wine so it used to be that you would have to travel long long distances to bring wine let's say from Spain or Portugal or France to England and a lot of times you were traveling by boat and in the course of travel people were worried about wine of course rightfully so a fruit based product spoiling and you know perhaps giving people diseases and you know in order to preserve things at that time we had very little means so one of the ways that we discovered we could preserve wine was by the addition of alcohol high proof alcohol in the form of brandy so what would happen is let's say you were um, on the island of Madeira and you were looking to transport your wine to England in the process of getting the boat ready you would have these big barrels of wine and the wine was you know a normal table wine made in the island from the local grapes Verdeo, Circial, Boal, Malvasia all these fun grapes that grow on the island of Madeira and right before the barrel would get ready to be shipped and put in the hull of the ship they would leave that barrel three-quarters full and they would add one-fourth of brandy and we call that brandy agua diente it means fire water so we would put this brandy which is basically a wine that was distilled we can talk about that in another episode of distillation process but let's for now say we add brandy to the wine and what that does is it's going to keep the wine stable during the course of the travel so we add the brandy to the wine and the wine gets shipped to England and when they get it it's so unique so strong kind of gives them a warming feeling in their belly and it's a really unique flavor um, and so it becomes like a desired flavor and a desired style that we intentionally make these days so let's talk about how come some fortified wines are dry they don't have sugar and others are sweet and they do have sugar so this whole process of fortification is all about when do you add the brandy do you add the brandy when the fermentation is happening? So let's remember sugar plus yeast equals alcohol. What about if you add high proof spirit in the form of brandy to a wine when the yeast are still doing their job? Yeast are really, really sensitive and they can't survive over a certain amount of alcohol. So let's say you're fermenting a wine, you have sugar, you have yeast, you have it's starting to be alcohol and you add brandy before all of the sugar is consumed by the yeast the yeast will die and you'll have a sweet wine so fortifying during fermentation will produce a wine that has residual or leftover sugar so when we fortify port we have a port wine made from the Portuguese grapes from the area right around the Douro and these grapes are and could be made into a dry wine if not for before their grape sugar is consumed by yeast will dose that barrel of wine with brandy so we have sweet wine what about if we fortify it after fermentation in the case of sherry 
So you want to make a dry wine, you just want it to be strong. You know, 20% alcohol, 16%, 17% alcohol. So the sugar is consumed by the yeast. You have a dry wine. Then you dose it with brandy and you have a dry, high proof, fuller bodied or fuller alcohol wine. And you can kind of taste these differences if you're trying sherry versus port. So let's talk about the major styles of fortified wine. Starting with port, there's actually two families or two categories of port. You have ruby port and then you have tawny port. Ruby ports are ruby in color. And actually that's a little misleading because they're often dark purple in color. And really it's the color being preserved that gives them that dark, deep ruby color. So they're made from, for the most part, these five Portuguese uh, red grapes. And um, these grapes are fermented and macerated. In the old days, they used to actually have people uh, walking around these big like cement tanks and they would they would tread the grapes with their feet and you know the process would give the the wine a deep dark purple color from mashing the skins with the juice it's a really cool process it's in old lagares anyway this wine would be fortified and then put in a bottle and ruby ports retain their color because they're aged in a bottle it means immediately following or very quickly following the fermentation and the fortification, the wine is put in the bottle to age from there. Whereas Tawny Port is a wine that is aged in a barrel. So immediately following fermentation and fortification, you put a wine in an oak barrel. This Tawny Port is slowly getting oxidized over the years. And then when you bottle it, it's a little bit more brown in color. Because just like an apple being cut open and left on your table, this wine is slowly exposed to oxygen via the pores in the barrel. So Tawny Port, it's going to be nutty, caramel, a little bit more butterscotch, toffee, whereas Ruby Port is going to be like plummy, blackberries, um, dark, rich, intense, sweet, sappy fruit. Next, we'll go over to the island of Madeira. And the island of Madeira is actually so fascinating. It was actually once completely inhabited by rainforests. Upon explorers finding the island of Madeira, they immediately started to burn the rainforests because they really couldn't do much with an island that was completely inhabited by rainforests. So what they did is they set fire to the island and the island burned for continuously for about seven years. Now, one thing you should know about grapes is the poorer the soil, the better the wine because the vine really has to struggle to survive. So in this volcanic ashy type of soil, the grape really had to dig its vines deep into the ground in order to get nutrients and water. So the island of Madeira, very, very volcanic in soil. What happens is really great wines are produced there. So again, being an island during the course of transporting the wine, they would fortify it, put brandy in it, and then they would, you know, put it in the hull of the ship. Well, in the front of the ship where the sun would basically bake the wine, during the course of travel, the wine became cooked. So when it got to England and people tried the wine, they said, wow, this is so different. It tastes like cooked wine and it's sun drenched and maybe a little bit like sappy cooked, ripe, raisinated fruit, figs and yellow plums. And it became a desired thing. So much so that Madeira is a name for a style of wine. So if we say it's matterized, we mean that the wine is cooked. If it's supposed to be a really fresh bottle of Sancerre and it's matterized, obviously that's a bad thing. But in the case of Madeira, 
That's the style of wine that you're making. So in Madeira, you'll have a cooked style of wine that's fortified. And the really beautiful thing about this is, think about this wine. It had its butt kicked, you know? It's fortified, so it has extra alcohol. It's cooked. There's really nothing you can do to that bottle to make it not taste as good when you open it, even if it's two weeks later that you're sipping on that bottle of Madeira because it's not going to get oxidized. It's not going to get cooked. It's just going to be a really age-worthy wine. So anyway, Madeira is now intentionally made in this process where they take a barrel of wine and they put it in a very hot room and heat that room until the wine gets cooked. And it's the only style of wine that's made in this method. Now we're going to talk about sherry. As I mentioned, sherry is a fortified wine, but it grows and is made in the region of Jerez, which is in Andalusia in the south part of Spain. So you can have really dry styles of sherry. These styles are known as fino, or you can have very sweet styles of sherry, often oloroso or other sherry made from the Pedro Jimenez grape. So basically, all different styles of fortified wine, ranging from bone dry, salty styles that you would serve as an aperitif, to really sweet, unctuous dessert wine that you might serve over vanilla ice cream. There are many other fortified wine regions in the world, but those are the three most well-known and most popular regions. This has been another episode of Cork Buzz Wine Talk. Tune in next week. Bye.